Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now, all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It's Thursday morning, uh, the morning before the big, huge Thursday night matchup between the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. My name's Matt Harrison at Explosive Output on Twitter, at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. A reminder to you to rate and review this podcast, Five Stars, on your favorite podcast platform. If you're listening to it right now, you can do it while while you're listening. You just, you know, move your thumb around and it takes like two seconds. I mean, it helps me a lot and, you know, I'd appreciate it. It's free content. It's the least you could do, right? Tonight, we're going to look at the Houston... Texans and the Carolina Panthers, uh, fantasy football weekly matchup style. Uh, I'm battling a little bit of a cold if I sound kind of stuffy, and I'm trying to bring the energy, but it's kind of kicking my butt right now, a little allergy, a little cold stuff, but here we go. Let's start on the Houston side where Tyrod Taylor is on IR, so he'll be out through week five. Deshaun Watson's still on the roster, but still won't play for the team with all of his allegations against him, leaving rookie Davis Mills. The third round pick as the starter this week against the Panthers, likely next week against the Cowboys, and even the week after that against the Eagles. The Panthers' defense is tied for first in the league through two weeks in the stat of quarterback hits, and Mills looked very shaky at best in his first game in relief of Tyrod last week. Here's an interesting stat I found off of The Athletic. When Tyrod was in against the Browns last week, Cleveland put eight men in the box on 21.4% of his snaps. 
When Mills came in, that ramped up to 57.1% of snaps. Cleveland just loaded the box and dared them to have Davis Mills beat them through the air. That's probably what I'd do, too, if I was the defensive coordinator. They're going to load up to stop the run. They can deliver hits. So out of the Texans side, I actually really like the Panthers' defense, who has ratcheted up to 6,200 on the showdown slate tonight. That's kind of a neat, uh, neat, neat pivot play in uh, the showdown slate on DraftKings. With eight in the box and three running backs getting meaningful touches, you can't play Mark Ingram, David Johnson, or Philip Lindsay in any of your leagues tonight. Uh, I don't think I'd even recommend them on DK. The Panthers just shut down Alvin Kamara last week and really haven't given up a ton to opposing backs on the ground or through the air. Granted, it was the Jets' stable of running backs in week one, so I'm not starting any of the running backs. Brandon Cooks is probably the only Texan that deserves starting consideration in a traditional league. I'm still only giving him a C- minus here. That's right, a C-. minus. While Cooks is averaging 10.5 targets per game and Nico Collins is now on IR and Danny Amendola is out for this one, the Panthers have only allowed an average of 8.5 receptions per game to the wide receiver position. Now, it's all got to filter through Cooks in this one, but I'm nervous that there's just not enough production with Davis Mills at quarterback. Bonus cheap guy, Chris Conley, who vaults up to wide receiver two on the depth chart, and he's only 1,600 on DraftKings. He's probably the Texan I will have the most of in my builds because you got to put at least a Texan in your lineup. Anthony Miller has been a healthy scratch with the Texans so far, but should get to play tonight. He's also very cheap at just 1,000. So between those two guys, those are probably the dudes that I'm going to cycle into my lineups uh, as far as the Texans. Maybe a little bit of Brandon Cooks, but really nothing else. On the Carolina side, it's pretty easy. Get CMC in your lineup. Christian McCaffrey, 13,400 in the regular spot on the showdown slate and a whopping 20,100 in the captain spot. But he's likely worth it. He is the highest ranked player on the Super Dash this week on shockfantasy.com. The Texans are allowing 5.4 yards per carry. I'm giving Christian McCaffrey an A++++ grade. That's double aardvark territory here. I'd fire up Sam Darnold too tonight, but just with a B grade. I'm actually worried that the Panthers will have to take their foot off the gas at some point. However, Darnold has averaged 292 yards per game so far this year, which is good enough for 11th best in the league. Now, a lot of that comes from CMC doing wonderful stuff in the open field on these little dump-off passes, but all those stats count the same. Uh, So B grade for Darnold tonight. DJ Moore did score against the Saints last week, as he always seems to, and he's averaging 9.5 targets per game in the young season. He's emerged as as the possession guy for Sam Darnold, with Robbie Anderson, who's only averaging four and a half targets per game, serving as more of the deep threat. Both should line up pretty equally against Vernon Hargraves III, a guy we always pick on. And with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore cycling back and forth on the field, they'll each get a taste of VH3. And that's always a good sign. I'll give DJ Moore the B grade with Anderson getting a C plus. That's right, a C plus in this one. I would not start Terrace Marshall in this one, although he has been on the field for a ton of the snaps 
And he's a decent pivot option in the showdown slate at only 4,000. Problem is he's only caught three balls in each of the games this year. So he's got to break one or they have to go, ah, we don't really need to play DJ more. We don't really need to play Robbie Anderson. Let's get Terrace Marshall some more garbage time in this one where they might be up. Dan Arnold is another pivot play at 4,800. I'm still nervous that he disappeared in the Jets game, a game the Panthers were favored in heavily as well. Uh, only had two catches for six yards in that game. But he ended up with the good game and the one that was supposed to be more competitive last week against the Saints, where he went for three catches and 55 yards. You have to get a weird guy to score on DraftKings in the showdown slates to win one of those. I could see it happening with Dan Arnold tonight. So at 4,800, that's that's not a terrible play. And I think that you can fire him up in, in DK on the showdown slate. But really... I wouldn't fire him up on a traditional dynasty league, a redraft league, anything like that. He's not in your guillotine league lineups, obviously. All right, that's it. It was short. It was sweet. It was quick. That is the matchup for the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. A reminder to rate and review the Shock Fantasy Podcast, but also rate and review Fantasy Football Weekly, which comes up Friday afternoon is when the podcast drops. Uh, heard locally in Minneapolis on KFAN Saturday morning. This week, it's Paul Charchian, Scott Fish, and Brian Johnson bringing you all the matchups and all the good stuff. Three tough questions, which, you know, Charch might end up making it like 17 tough questions this time. Who knows? Anyway, I got the record on tough questions now. You can mark it down. All right. Uh, at Explosive Output on Twitter, at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. Thank you for listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. We will talk at you next time.